Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Expanse Season 4, Episode 1. It is called New Terra. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And it has been far too long since I've introduced an episode of The Expanse. Oh, it feels so good. Because the Season 3 ended, what, like summer? June 2018. That was when the season ended, the last one. Yeah, end yeah. of June. Well, there you go. So... That new new season, first season on Amazon, um, after it was saved from the clutches of cancellation, and you know, kind of exciting. Obviously, we have the gate open, and this episode kind of spends a lot of its time just kind of establishing where most of the characters are right now. They've had, had a little bit of a break <laughs> since the yeah season three a, finale. It's a pretty low key opening episode, uh, as you know, as season openers go. It's low key till a point. I feel it was really starting to ramp up towards the end because I felt the, the kind of the sense of discovery as we were going down the to last, the planet uh, for the first time. The last ten minutes or so, definitely. Um, but generally, you know, speaking as a whole, it's it was lower key, not in a bad way though. I, I liked it. Yeah, it spent it gave us some time holding on Earth to visit his family. Um, they're at wanting to meet Naomi, and it neatly reminds us that Naomi can't just walk onto a planet because she's never been on a planet before. That was a big thing that we'd learned way back at the start of the show: is that the yeah. Belters can't just walk onto planets. Uh, I mean, we got examples of how even the Martians, you know, still have Struggle. to, you know, build themselves up. You know, we saw Bobby on Earth for the first time in like season two or whatever it was, and uh, so. It, it reminds us of that, you know, you know why he's not asked her to do this for for just a quick personal trip, <laughs> as 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 it is. Pretty understandable, yeah. Yeah, but he gets his job from Vassarala, who of course is kind of treating him as the kind of the expert and knows that he's talking to some version of Miller that's coming from the proto molecule, but also, well, I say proto molecule from the the gate from the. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can get more specific as I we think go. They, they were still referred to it as the proto molecule as yeah. in in. In this context, so I think we can, we can stick with that for now. Yeah, so he gets a job from Vassarala to go because we get a little bit of context as we're going. It kind of cuts back and forth, and we see this uh, belter ship trying to sneak in. We see that there's a blockade uh, on the gate; no one's allowed to travel through yet. Uh, there is the one ship, you know, uh, drummer ship that is uh, inside the inside the ring that is kind of policing in there to be like a. I, I think later on she calls it like the, the the gas station inside the inside yeah. the ring. Um, and when the blockade's lifted, they'll be quite busy. But until then, Ashford is out there policing pirates because there's uh, p- belter pirates going around attacking, uh, you know, inner ships. And you know, he's getting a lot of flack from the people he's capturing. He's been called a traitor. You're you're helping the inners, and Ashford seems quite conflicted about this himself. Um, he debates it with uh, Drummer the merits of this trust that they've got right now with the inners, and. There's a whole. It's basically, everyone's kind of stalling right now because they don't know exactly what to do in terms of rules for letting people through. There's, um, this episode has a lot of space politics in in a good way, in the way that Expanse is good at. Yes, the way that Star Wars is not good at. <laughs> I don't. I will concede that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you specified that because you knew that's where the conversation might go. I, I did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, like, yeah, very quickly it becomes clear. Okay. We've got all these blockages, and there's even people on Earth uh, talking to Vassarella. There's that one person in the, you know, in the big UN meeting where she's like, "No, we we've got so many jobs we could give to people. Let's go go through the gates and let's start exploring all these planets. These, you know, however many thousand planets, or three thousand plus planets we can go to now. They all want to go through. Just let them go. See yeah. what comes out. Uh, so like, no, because it's dangerous. We have to protect people. We have to do this. We have to do that. Um, but what, the thing is, is that from the, the few ships that try to get through from the Belters, one, well, a few got through, four get through, they say, four get through. Vassarella explains this to Holden. 
Um, but one survived on the on their planet that they, they arrived at. You know, because obviously some of these planets aren't inhabitable. Of course they're not. Uh, some of them are, course, yeah. you know, whatever reasons. But this planet, which they're calling Elos, um, which is like the, as Holder puts it, the sister to Ganymede. Um, uh, although everyone else seems to be calling it New Terra, which is the title of the episode. Makes sense, right? Yeah. This seems to be a, a conflict. The Bellers, what you call it this. Or at least, the, not even all the Bellers, just the Bellers who have landed there, what you call it this. Um, and then New Terra is kind of the official name that the, the UN and whoever else have, have given it. Um, which makes sense. They're, they're, I mean, New Terra is basically New Earth. I mean, sure, they'll probably call another planet New Earth as well. Why not have both? But, like, it's essentially what it means. Yeah, pretty much. I mean kind of makes sense though i mean why why be imaginative when it's just like hey this is like earth let's just call it new earth yeah pretty much uh so holder's mission is to go in with a science team that's already kind of there there's a science ship there that's got security forces uh the rassi is going to go in which does not have bobby on it which i'm a little disappointed but i was hoping bobby was going to be on the crew there was a moment where i thought they were going to come and pick her up yeah and then they just didn't i was like oh man I will say I do like that we're getting to see more of actual Mars like seeing the living quarters and seeing what it's just like to live there is actually new and interesting because we've never seen oh, that oh it's totally different yeah, yeah. so that's good cool. because there's a scene where Bobby's going through like this sort of like and this is the thing because it's all inside like like essentially what I'll call the city street is still like inside but then all she does is go down a corridor and she's in like an apartment like yeah. hallway it's just it's, it's a completely different vibe because it's, it's- it, it's it's one of the things that we kind of really like about the experience is how unique the cultures are. Yes, they're not you know that 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 Mars and the Belt as well. They are you know human and have come from Earth originally. They're so different now uh, societally. Yeah, I guess the way to phrase this is that the Belters, all even though they're obviously always on stations or ships, it always felt they're on like a ship of a varying size. So it always had that kind of feel of like, okay, there's a big sure like sort of central part, it's like a shopping mall or whatever, and it's got like dance clubs and stuff. Mm. But it still always felt like they're on a ship, so it felt natural to have decks and it felt natural to have. Whereas this didn't feel like that. This felt like no, we have made a city out of corridors and like underground. It's and, it's an entirely concrete city. Yeah. So that's it's interesting, a great visual. Um, but the Rassi's going in to New Terra to basically do a couple of things, mainly establish if it's safe, because there's a structure there that they've got surveillance of that looks proto-molecular, uh, to make up a word. And yeah, I'll go with it. And Avasaral wants, you know, and again, as they kind of point out, is like, we're essentially, the Rassi crew are the first foremost experts in dealing with this shit, you know, in the field, because they've just been thrown into it so much that now they're the ones that are going. And notice they've got a plaque now that, like, the salvage, it's legitimate salvage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> they've got their ship, um, which they've got painted as well now. I'm pretty sure this is a new paint job. It looks very uh, pretty. You might be right. It All did this- look clean. Yeah, all this red and white um, definitely looked new to me. Um, and obviously we see, towards the end of the episode, we see this, this science ship with the security crew on it, which has got your man from uh, Torchwood uh, there. Uh, Blown Gorman. Yeah, playing uh, his asshole self, which he all... He, why is it... With the exception of Pacific Rim, where he's this kind of science nerd, which, but although, funnily enough, he's got the limp that he had in that, but <laughs> this episode... <laughs> yeah. But he's always Sorry. the asshole. <laughs> Yeah, so he 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 survives, but there's a this ship's going down and they're dropping into the planet, uh, and it, I mean, there's debate afterwards where they don't know if it was an attack or a natural occurrence, and it's funny because the first thing that happens is this guy looks like he's shot in the chest. It looked like a, an attack, but then as it went on, it looked more like just rocks going through the ship. 
yeah, it it was it was weird, right? Because you were like, at first it did look very targeted, and then you know it, it then it starts getting a lot more random, and you know bits of the ship are just falling away, and and again, obviously that that is what would happen in an attack. They're not aiming for specific people inside the ship, of course, but yeah. it just felt so chaotic that it, it felt because the first random. the first guy gets hit, it looked like he'd been shot by someone in the in the same you know, ship. It looked like someone had just taken a machine gun out and shot him a few times. Uh, oh yeah, sure, I can buy that. And it, But then, obviously, more stuff started happening, and everyone started freaking out, and it started shaking. Um, and he's holding on for dear life, and he, he at first I thought it was the only survivor, but then we see a few others, like, waking up. Uh, there's, there's the one yeah. woman who we kind of, we got a couple of lines from her before the this happened. Um, so it's intentionally kind of vague as to whether it was an attack or whatever. It doesn't seem like the OPA, or the Belters, I should say, not the OPA, the Belters on the ground, it doesn't seem like they've got the the capacity to do anything like this. So if it is an attack, it seems to be more from the natural planet. Because obviously by the yeah. end of the episode, we see what I'm going to refer as sentient throwing stars. <laughs> yeah, and they, they swarm, it's like a swarm of bees is the visual. Yeah, yeah, swarm of bees or even maybe little birds or whatever you want to call it. But like it looks like they're swarming in. But then when we see one of the, the final shot of the episode is holding holding it uh it's this little like sort of throwing star looking thing with like hairs on it and uh you say sentient i'm not sure that's necessarily true uh controlled then by something else again i don't know because sentient implies intelligence and i well i agree that they're they're presumably alive there's some some of life form i don't know if if it was a a targeted attack or anything like that, or if it is just, you know, they swarm around, they see things, movement, and they head towards it, which is why, you know, they seemingly attacked the ship. Uh, there was something there, so they went towards it. Uh, like a, you know, like like, a, like bees defending their hive. Sure, no, I agree that them pulling out the guns is what triggered the, yeah. the attack. Um, I would have st- I had I still thought sentient because they're flying around. But, I mean, because, like, most... I mean, life that's not sentient, we're talking about plants and, like... Uh, sure. And obviously tiny life, like, you know, microorganisms and shit like that. Obviously those are yeah. <laughs> tiny, but... Um, where, where is that? I, know, uh, it's, uh, I mean, you, you could be right. Oh, well, we'll see. I guess we'll get yeah. more information. We'll see where it comes from. I mean, it could just be the, the hive mind of the protomolecule controlling them, as opposed it, to... It could well be, yeah. Each one of them actually being living on their own kind of thing. Um, but the way it moved definitely gave it like a kind of swarming, like animal kind of vibe. It did, yeah. So, um, but oh, we build up, you know, in the army, they're, they're discussing the plans when they get there, and Holden's like, "Okay, me and Amos will go down because we're the two Earthers. Uh, you two will stay in the ship." And the army's like, "No, I want to go down. Like, we're going to discover all these new planets. We're going to visit all these new planets, and what I can't ever go down. No, like, I'm we're doing this." So we see these treatments that put her in great pain uh, on the way there. And I think the, the the most successful thing this episode does is it really makes it feel like a new frontier uh, when they're getting there. It makes it feel quite epic when the Rassi's dropping down, and because we've just seen another ship drop down on the same planet and be you know be you know torn apart, it's quite tense. It's quite tense, but also beautiful and exciting. There's a kind of an it, it kind of balances this mix of you know like the dangers but the excitement at the same time of the new frontier, the, the Which new is world. Presumably, how a lot of them are feeling because yeah. Yes, it's dangerous as shit. Who knows what's here? But also, you know, quite exciting. Yeah, so all that feeling is there. The music's great as it's dropping down. The Rassi dropping down. Because we've never seen it make this drop before on, on surface, on a, on, you know, on a planet. 
uh, where it's dropping down vertically and then kind of lands. And um, I, I will say, very lucky that the height of the uh, the walkway that comes out just happened to be nice against that cliff that was next to where they landed. <laughs> to be fair, that might have been intentional. They might have landed like that. They might have measured it before. Yeah, well, so what you're saying is that every time they're going to land, they have to like do like a scan and find a perfect place where it's the right height for their walkway. Well, maybe the walkway has a a, a certain amount that it can extend or not. Like, it doesn't have to go the entire way. It can angle a bit, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I was like, yeah, that's just kind of convenient. That's like, the, the perfect. I, I assume they do a scan so it's okay. It's within this, you know, range, and that's sure. acceptable. Sure. Um. But anyway, so they're doing this big landing. Uh, it looks great. It feels quite epic. Um, and again, I love as they're as they're coming out and the doors opening. Like they have Naomi up front because she's the one who's never been on a planet before, and the sunlight kind of you know blinds her a little bit. And the entire thing is is just the music. Is there's no not not no sound really coming through. And she's walking. She trips over at one point or stumbles and holding holds back the others. I, I don't know why I'm making all these holding puns, but for some reason it's really easy this episode. He's holding back the others and lets her get back up. And I love the look she gives at him and he just sort of smiles at her and then they get out and they're, they're out in the, the, the world and it's all exciting and new and fresh. And uh, I, I think the episode does a great job of building up to this kind of moment because this is essentially the end. Obviously, we have the one confrontation to come, but we're right it's at the It's very minor, uh, yeah. all things considered. The, the, the climax of the episode is this reaching the planet for the first time for, for, for our crew. And again, like this episode excels mainly in creating that feeling, but also just establishing the core politics here and how everyone's feeling. The Bellators here see these people as coming in to try and take them away from their new home, and they don't like them for that. And they, you know, what starts the conflict is they throw, you know, Burn Gorham gets a, you know, something thrown at his face because he's seen as a traitor. Um, and from the the sounds of it, you know, when we heard him speaking to the other guy on the ship, it sounds like he is a bit of an asshole. It sounds like he's he's very much the company I'm man. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> you know, he's the company man because he's talking about this previous instance where, oh, he gave them some water and you know patted them on the backs and away they went. But you know, he solved the situation. He's he's very much the company man who comes in and gets things done. And you know, obviously Holden's playing nice with him. He's playing nice with everyone around him. Um, but this this attack happens. The you know, standoff with the guns. And we just end with a shot of Holden looking at it and being like, shit. Uh, so, of course, I have to expect next episode, or soon at least, they're going to be making their way over to this, this structure and having a prod around. I mean, what else would they do, right? Yeah. Um, and again, this being, this this, uh, this season being primarily focused on this planet, well, no, I mean, they might leave this planet after X number of episodes, but uh, it feels different again to previous seasons. It feels like we're once again shaking up things in a nice natural way where, okay, we're naturally into a new section of the story now. Oh, definitely. And I think it's interesting that this is kind of new for everyone, right? There were bits that were new to various characters, new to us when, when we went to various planets, you know, Mars, whatever the belt was. Sure, yeah, yeah. But this is, this is, is new, new to all the characters. Yeah, this is new to all the characters. None of them have experienced this. And this is where we're going to talk about aspect ratios. Because... Oh, I knew that. As soon as it switched, <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. Because <laughs> it switches to the new aspect ratio uh, after the crash landing of the first ship that goes down and we see the survivors kind of waking up and people are coming out to help and whatnot and then obviously it switches back to the traditional 16 by 9 and uh, we're back up in the Rassi but as soon as they break atmosphere and they're in the new the new world it goes to the wider you know two three five to one i'm a little bit disappointed it wasn't just as soon as it was through the ring that was the shift i get that but we've already been through the ring no i know so it doesn't doesn't line up with last season, but I I love this idea of the scope getting wider 
because we're in the new frontier like we're yeah. it's wider it's just kind of, it's simple it's, I, it's an easy trick but it works doesn't it and it makes me wonder if we're doing this in every planet we go to now there's obviously not the ones we already have like not earth and mars but like mm. always the, the same planets. ratio or, or are we really mixing things up a bit Oh, you think we're going to get like four by three on one planet for thematic reasons? Yeah, we'll get the Netflix ratio on one of them. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But there was a clear choice here to do this, which I have to imagine is going to be a, a choice that's consistent throughout more of the I show. I have no reason to assume why it wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it was a very clear, logical choice as to why it was made. And... If it had just happened that first time where with the ship and then when we cut back to the rest and we stayed in 16 by 9, I wouldn't be expecting it all the time. I'd be on maybe the first time we see a planet. But because we do uh, swap back again uh, when our crew land, I, I assume this will stick. And even just a simple thing of like when it first switched or when it, even when it, even the second time it switched actually, when it switched when they went through, it just it has this feeling of because the show's been in the same ratio the entire time, it's legitimately it looks different <laughs> on a simple fundamental it way it looks different than anything we've ever seen what would be really interesting and i don't think they'll do this but what would be really interesting for me is okay they go to another planet from here you know a completely new one we have the you know the the, the 2.35 and then when we come back with 16 by 9 again because uh this is kind of okay we're used to this now this is this is standard again oh god that's <laughs> or even even more wacky as you gradually I, I considered that yeah <laughs> gradually go back to 16 by 9 As over episodes yeah um if you could slow it down frame by frame you could see that the smidge will move every frame <laughs> just every 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 like couple of scenes just widen it a notch or you know, not widen but what, go what, back a notch one row of pixels just every couple of scenes one more pixels. <laughs> you know, by, by the end of the season, we're back to full full screen, sixteen nine. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but I really liked that. It was a nice. It was a nice little touch uh, to just it make was, it feel yeah. different. Um, and the sense of adventure at the end, I really liked as well. And like I say, a lot of the other stuff throughout the episode, it was bouncing around characters. But we should go with Bobby. Talk about Bobby. Uh, she has been discharged seemingly from the Marines. Uh, we hear through a bit, a little bit of exposition from this guy who wants to buy her a drink. That you know her trial was on TV and like she was offered you know this and this to you know sign a statement and she didn't do it she stuck to her her guns uh, no no i mean not a pun but like you know given this bobby yes i know <laughs> uh but you know we see that she's living with her i think her brother and his family um yeah and we see you know she talks to alex a little bit on the comms and like again it just establishes the, the feeling right now about uh how everyone else on earth and mars is feeling about the gates and and yeah. The new and Earth. I had another one of those, you know, just nice physics touches that this show does with the 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 transmission delay because they were close enough. It was a, a live feed, but it had, I don't know if you know, it's in the corner of the screen. They had a delay counter. It, it started and, going more delayed, delayed as it went on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and obviously it got to a point where it was bad enough they had to end it. But I just I like the fact that that like when when we're on like you know Skype or Discord or whatever doing a video chat, there'll be like a connection quality meter in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that to them. They just have a, ca a counter for the delay, just to just ongoing as as just a standard thing. Yeah, well, it makes sense because we, we we know from the show that if they're if they're so far apart, they have to send a recording. They can't send live. Oh, of course, yeah. Feed. Um, but it was just it was just nice that it was just a a standard feature on the video overlay. Uh, again, tiny thing, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so now we see, we see she's working. Uh, she's like an engineer, at like a shipyard. Uh, she's you know 
cleaning out the, the debris of the, the ship. Yeah, uh, nothing particularly interesting, just mundane work, but she's just getting on with it. Yeah, because uh, the shark pulls back and you see like, the whole sort of shipping yard and it's just you know, one of the big Martian ships she's, you know, yeah. unclogging or whatever she's doing. Um, so, you know, it, like, it, it does all these nice little slave life things that just kind of, like, build things up. And obviously we have to talk about Miller and, and Holden's head, who does mm. seem to sort of leave him again once to go back through the ring, you know, because that's, you know, he got his raid and he's back. Yeah, you, we have a, a great visual of, like, you know, his point of view almost with the way he sees, like, Holden uh, and uh, this transition. It's, it's very, uh, very infrared almost. It was a very almost predator-esque mm. POV uh, it was the visual yeah, I got. I see that. It felt very, you know, heat visiony. Yeah, but you know, he. he, he but I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to see him again because eventually we're going to want to talk to Holden again. But at least for right now, he's not constantly there talking to Holden. Maybe when we get to the structure. Yeah, maybe that's that'd make a lot of sense. So you know, we got all this stuff going on, and like I said, you know, the Ashford and Drummer stuff. Uh, you know, Drummer's back is healing some pain, but is healing um from from last season and again that was another example of a video call between two people where hey yes. i'm surprised to see you live you know like you know of course i had to call you it's very rare that we can send live live conversations to each other uh so you know it, it did a good job just like setting up where how everyone feels about this new gold rush you know that, that was raised at the end of last season this idea of um everyone wanting to go through there first and gain control uh, the belt yeah. want to go through there because they want their own their, their own planets basically because they don't have one but at the same time there's an interesting thing brought up with this drummer and uh naomi conversation where drummer seems to kind of be against people like because she's like oh in two generations time these people on this planet won't be won't be belters anymore they'll be inners because they'll 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 They'll, they'll have, have a planet and they'll have grown up like that. Yeah, they'll have adapted and they won't remember what it's like to be a beller. And she seems like, I mean, you know, when when Naomi says, yeah, but everyone should have that choice. I mean, Drummer does agree with that, but it, she does sound kind of like, well, they're not my people anymore at that point. Like, I can understand where she's coming from. Though. It, mm. It's if you look at, you know, in the history here, uh, belters were once just from Earth, right? And they were the same society. And now they couldn't be more different. So she's saying, you know, okay, it won't be that long till, you know, they're, they're just as different t- to us now as, as we were then. So, I mean, I see what she's saying. That's what happens when life <clears throat> expands. That was gold. <laughs> That's goddamn terrible. I'm on fire today. I've had two holding puns. I've had an expanse pun. Ugh. You're lucky I've had some damn alcohol. <laughs> oh, you need it tonight, don't you? I mean, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, don't remind me. Uh, it was nice of Amazon to give us uh, the expand season four the night of the uh, the election in the UK. It, it, just... it was a it was a nice <laughs> distraction to watch an episode of this instead of seeing the chaos and misery. Mm-hmm. Yes, things aren't going well. Uh, also, we didn't get to see uh, Dawes. Or Johnson, but we do see like an image of them. Uh, there's like a news broadcast talking about where they stand, how where the OP stand, and all all this. I'm sure we'll get to them. Yeah, well, we didn't get any any uh, Dawes last season. And I was like, oh, I miss Jared Harris. I miss him. Um, so I'm hoping we do get him this season because it would be a shame not to have him back. I mean, I know he's a busy man, but I, I would hope we see some of him. I hope he's back from you. Know, he's, he's dealt with Reactor Four at Chernobyl, and he's he's back. He's back in space. Yep. Yep. Doing expand sure. stuff. Um. 
see, see if at any point, see if at any point when we get back to him, if he starts like, if there's like a crisis where, because obviously there's been moments in the show before where they've, they've gotten control of a nuke or something like that. You better hope Dawes has never had a debate about what to do with a nuke because I'll oh, be drop, I'll be dropping that graphite. <laughs> no, I bet you bloody that will. prime graphite as much oh, as I can. You're a terrible human being, you know that. <laughs> I did actually, I enjoyed a little bit when uh, Holden's calling Naomi when she's up in the Rassy still. And like one of his family members tries to talk better to her, and he's like really cringeworthy. <laughs> and he, even though <laughs> even though we don't understand it, it was still cringeworthy. And Holden's yeah. like, "Oh, that god, that was that was you know diabolically bad." And she's like, "Yeah, it was." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I love the moment when when uh, when Naomi's talking to Drummer, and and you know her belt or accent just immediately switches on. Oh yeah, nah. This show has always been so impressive when it comes to those accents. It has, but just you know that that switch into it when she's talking to someone you know, from her home, essentially, um, it's such a realistic touch that I, I kind of love it. Yeah, um, the only, I mean, I would say the, the the aspect ratio thing, but that feels like more of a creative choice than anything else. Yeah, the only difference I feel from a production point of view, or even a production point of view, but from a uh, another little stylistic thing that seems to have changed and I don't know if this is because they're on Amazon now I don't know why it would be because they're on Amazon but there was a lot more fades between scenes in this episode and that's not something I, I remember from I felt that too um, I don't remember that either and it's um, not a complaint it's just, I mean, this is neither a positive or a negative it's just a they all were but there was one point where it did it and I was like was that the end of the episode and then it, you know, it carried on mm. but it, you know, it was it was it had been Probably about forty minutes. So in my brain, it was okay. We're getting to the end now. Yeah, a lot of crossfits. I mean, the episode was forty-nine minutes long, which is maybe a little bit longer than sci-fi would have let them go. So uh, yeah, I don't think there were. I mean, it's not by much though, is it? Because no. and and this is one of the longer ones. They typically tend to be. I had a look between forty-five and I think the longest is like fifty-three. Well, so I mean, they haven't gone extreme. Honestly, that sounds to me like they've not changed anything in the scripting. It's just that when they get to the final edit, they don't have to trim it down to a specific amount for ads. So they just let the the few little minutes that are that they would normally they have, have to, to cut. Be, yeah, they don't have to be quite as stringent. Yeah, so it, it it sounds like to me they're just getting away with a little bit extra because it's, um, it's it's such a small amount extra though that I wouldn't worry that it's going to ruin the the pacing or oh yeah, not at all. Through they wouldn't because on on some shows I absolutely could feel like that that. Oh hey, we've got freedom now. Let's go overboard. Um, but this is it's it's restrained enough that I'm not worried about that at all. And you looked ahead, so I assume you saw the total number of episodes. Is it ten? It is ten. Yes, it's ten. Okay, so ten episode season. Uh, but I've already renewed it. <laughs> this is the great thing: is they renewed it for season five, like yeah. like a month or two ago. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> the the only thing that annoyed me this evening when I went to watch this is no. Amazon did not put up the 4K version straight away. Because <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. It's, separate, Amazon, it's a separate listing. It, it, I'm aware. It's yes, a separate listing. So you know, seasons one, two, and three are there, but four is not there for the 4K version. As of when I watched this, it, I mean, it might be there by so now. So yeah, to watch episode one in 1080p. Oh boohoo! The the, the the tears are scrolling down my face for you. It's it's just annoying when I like you know I don't mind 1080p at all generally speaking, but when I know there's a 4K option right there and I could watch that, that that you know, why would I not choose that? So this was mildly annoying that I know, hey, it should be there. They're going to put it up. It obviously exists. Just hurry up and do it. Yeah. yeah. But hey, uh, that's episode one. Uh, I am super excited about everything we're going to do on this planet. Um, I think it was a nice, nice world-building episode showing where everyone feels right now about what's going on. 
and the sense of adventure towards the end and danger as well uh, were both really well executed. So I am so happy to have this back. It's going to be a fun uh, week and a half, two weeks. Uh, the aim is to try and do these one every day. There's definitely going to be one or two days that we skip um, that we can't avoid, but for the most part, the aim is to do one per day. So it'll probably take about maybe 12 to 14 days total to get through the season. So that's the plan. Yeah. So uh, you can expect one uh, tomorrow. But hey, that is us. So thank you very much uh, for, for joining us. You can let us know what you thought of episode one of the Expand Season 4 in the comments. Like and subscribe. Ding the bell on YouTube for the notifications. Uh, you can support us by doing all that. Those things uh, support us as well by rating the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. More people will find us that way. And you can support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV. And you can do that for as little as $1 per month and keep all the content coming and show as you like us and whatnot but uh so go do that uh, and you get bonuses of course if you do that as well so go and have a look but uh thank you very much uh we're just about to finish mr robot the final season so go check out our reviews of that uh, we've had good fun with that and of course we're about to start witcher on netflix next week so that's also something to go look at so uh but thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>